Hello, this is Bob Gray Sr. Welcome to the Ministry Moments Podcast. Welcome to Ministry Moments. Every Friday, 3 o'clock Central Time, Lord willing, we'll be here. And if you go to Ministry Moments YouTube, you can subscribe. That way you'll make sure you get this every, every week. Very practical, brief, not, not long-winded on this one. Now, if you come here and preach, that'd be a different thing, won't it? And uh, but so then you can go to solvechurchproblems.com and subscribe there. And there's five or six different areas you'll get every, every day. You get a daily quote, a ministry idea, uh, you get free sermons on there. We're going back to 1980 when I first came to Texas, and every week and putting that on there. And so there's so much there, so much there that'll be of help help to you. So I want you to go to solvechurchproblems.com, subscribe there if you would, and then Ministry Moments YouTube and subscribe there. That way, every Friday, three o'clock central time, you'll get this every week of the world. And again, very practical to the point and hopefully uh, be of help to you. I would suggest you go to Berean Publications and order my the pastor's manual, church manual there, and ask them for it. And uh, I think it's being redone right now, but a lot of the things that I'm, in fact, all the things I'm teaching here come out of that. It's not a book in the sense of paragraphs like that. I state the problem, and then I give a bunch of bullet points on what the answer is to that particular problem. And uh, one pastor called me, and he said, man, there's not a day goes by I don't read that passage. He said, in fact, the thing about it, I'm reading that more than I have my Bible. Well, that's not good, so don't do that. But uh, it'll be of help. And here today... I'm going to talk to you about pastor-deacon relationships, pastor-deacon relationships. So I want you to listen carefully because a deacon-run church is going to run it in a ditch. A pastor-led church with the help of the deacons is going to find itself hitting its, its target and its destination. You'll have church growth if you do it right. But if this thing is not handled right, the old Southern Baptist Convention of the deacon-run church, the deacon board, the run church, and uh, one guy said, deacon board. He said, I'm bored with the board. <laughs> but So I want to help uh, kind of reset the button a little bit and get your help. Thank God I had 33 of the finest men that we worked together and we got things done. And I was glad as long as I was pastor, everything was fine. And uh, and these points I'm going to give you is one of the reasons we had such a strong and church growth. We grew up 159 to having 10,000 members and 2,000 plus on our Sunday schools. And so it, it worked. We baptized 100, 150 a week. It was really an aggressive going church, but it's because the deacons knew their position and they were help helping the pastor. It was a wonderful, wonderful marriage that we had, and I'm grateful for it. Now, pastor-deacon relationships. Number one, have the current deacons and members nominate deacons each year. Have the current deacons and members, somebody may come to the office and say, I'd like to throw a name in there, and that's fine. Uh, but once we get you get it going, it's probably going to be more the deacons that will do that than the people. But allow the door to be open where if somebody comes in and says, I'd like to nominate so-and-so uh, to be a deacon. Now, if any guy ever walks in and says, well, how do I get on this deacon board? <laughs> he ain't getting on that deacon board because he's got some he's got some ulterior motives there. All right, so number one, have the current deacon and members nominate deacons each year. Number two, put the, put pass the list to the financial office. Send it to the financial office. 
so that they can say yes or no on tithing, on tithing, not the amount, but the fact that they're regular. And if they get paid once a month and every month it's there and the pattern is there. I want to know. I don't want to put somebody on uh, the deacons uh, to that are stealing from God. I don't want that. They go to the count room, they'll steal from God right in there. And we had one deacon that did that too, by the way. So number one, have current deacons and members nominate deacons each year. Number two, pass the list to the financial office so that they can give you a yes or no. Next, uh, check their soul winning attendance. Brother Paul Duckett Jr. would sit in the back in that 12 section at lower floor, and he, well, he was busy checking off who was there, and then plus uh, tie that in with the uh, convert slip that was turned in, because some people could not come on Thursday night, but they turned in convert lists, and they went soul winning at other times. We had eight soul winning times altogether. But we've got to check their soul winning attendance. And if they're not scoring soul winning, don't put them in leadership. You don't put somebody in an office to get them to obey the rules of that office. You don't do that. You don't make somebody a Sunday school teacher hoping they'll tithe. You don't make somebody a deacon hoping that they'll go soul winning. If it's already going, you're, you're okay. All right? So number one, have the current deacons and members nominate deacons each year. Number two, pass the list to the financial office, get a yes or no on tithing. Number three, check their soul winning attendance. In our case, it was Brother Duckett. He'd say yes or no. Number four, meet with each nominee and give them a requirement sheet. I would call, uh, have, the secretary would call, have them come in and see me after a service, and I would say, you've been nominated uh, for the deacon vote, and I'm going to give you this requirement sheet. You go home, talk to your wife about it, pray about it, and let me know if you'd be willing to do it. Uh, next, number five, let the current deacons give an up or down vote on each. Once the, they filled out the requirement sheet and it came back and, and they were willing to obey those rules and regulations there, that's fine. Then we would take it to the deacons and the deacons would go up or down. We never talked about personalities, never. We didn't allow it. We would just bow our heads, put their name on a board and say with our heads bowed, anybody like to veto this nomination. Well, they, they can't. One out of 33 could raise their hand and say, that's it. Well, we'd strike them off. We don't want to talk about it. I don't want to hear about it. We're not going to discuss it uh, at all, but it's going to be up or down vote. Number six, do not discuss the nominees. I've mentioned that already. Don't, don't do that. You make sure that deacons meeting is as an agenda and you go down that agenda, take care of business. Go, don't talk personality. Don't talk about people. Don't do it. Don't do it. You start that. There's going to be somebody at 33 is not going to like somebody. And next thing you know, they're going to poison the rest of them about him. And it may not even be true. All right. Number seven, present the nominees to the congregation with a yes or no vote on a paper ballot. What we did, we passed them out. This was every January. We pass out the, 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 the list. So everybody knew who they were. We'd introduce them on the platform on a Sunday night. And then when it came time to vote, it was a paper. They would come in. We'd have deacons at the doors, have ballots there. And they would fill out that ballot, yes or no, and drop it in the box. All right, number eight, give the new deacons a one, two, or three-year term, depending on the number of yes votes they received. Uh, whoever got the most out of, uh, we break them down into thirds. Bottom third, one year. Two-thirds, two years. Three-thirds, if they got that, then they got it for three years. All right, you got that? So one, two, and three-year term. Now, you may have to check your constitution to make sure we had to change our constitution in order to be able to do this, 
but oh man, it, it, you get some guy get cantankerous with you on the deacon board and goes after you, but he can cause an awful lot of trouble. Better just to rotate him off and then pastor, you have a right to veto next time around. You know who the troublemakers are. You don't need that. You don't need that in the deacon board meeting. Now you don't need everybody to be a yes man. You need somebody to tell you what you're not tell yourself, but it doesn't mean the kind comes in, leans on your desk and starts chewing at you like that. I tell people, I don't care. You come in and talk to me about anything you want to talk about, but don't come here screaming at me. Don't do that. We'll talk like adults and like Christians ought to talk. And I'll, and fine, tell me what's bothering you. I'll be glad to deal with it. All right. So number one, have the current deacons and members nominate deacons, each new deacons each year. All right. You got that? Number two, pass the list to the financial office. Yes or no. Are they tithing? Next, check their soul winning attendance. Well, the Ducket did that for us. Number four, meet with each nominee and give them a requirement sheet to sign. Tell them to go home, pray with them about that. And then when they come back, sign it and turn it in. Uh, then you you know that the wife is, is, is okay with this. She has to be all right with it. It can't be a matter of making her do it. She's going to have to be so she can be a prayer warrior and be a supporter. And the deacon's wives are very important to uh, taking care of people in the church. Uh, number five, let the current deacons give an up or down vote on each. So you go to the meeting and we've got all the, we know they're going so in, we know they're tithing and so on. We put their name on the board and then we say, all right, John Smith, our head's about, I go, John Smith. I look out, there's 33 men and one guy in the back raises his hand. I said, now we understand this is a veto, right? Right. So we scratch it. Don't talk about it. Well, John Smith, I heard him. Da, 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 da. I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear it. Because all of us have likes and dislikes, people we like, people we don't like. I don't want to hear it. I don't want anybody else to hear it in that room either. Uh, do not discuss the nominee. Number seven, present the nominees to the congregation with a yes or no vote on a paper ballot. I, uh, I hate public confrontation. I hate it with a passion. And the best thing to do is just have a paper ballot. That's the best way. Um, now, Brother House can handle it. Brother House would he could tell us how to do a deacon's meeting and, and the and the business meeting and so on. He was brave, boy, he was brave. I just uh, I couldn't do it. I, I couldn't do it. I've got a temper. I just couldn't I just couldn't do it. Number eight, give the new deacons a one, two, or three year term, depending on the number of yes that they receive. So you got that? So bottom third, one year. Second third, two years. Three threes, that's three years. Okay. You got it? All right, now, number nine, rotate them off at the end of their term for one year. Give them a break. This doing the count room and all of this, it's going to weigh on them. It really is. You need to give them a year off. You really do. And plus, if somebody's a troublemaker, you give them a year off, and then their name comes up the next year. If, Pastor, if you know something, you don't have to talk about it. Just simply raise your own hand and veto them and take them off. I don't, I'm not going to, I don't want to meet with the deacons and fuss and be upset, but I can't, I can't do it. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I'll do it when I go soul winning. Your church of Christ, you want to argue about baptism? I'm sorry. We're not going to do it. I'm not going to argue. I'm going to keep on moving. And so uh, the less confrontation you have, less mistakes you're going to make too. All right. Pastor deacon relationship. Number one, have the current deacons and members nominate deacons each year. Number two, Pass the list through the financial office, yes or no. Are they tithing or not? Number three, check their soul winning attendance, yes or no. Meet with each nominee and give them a requirement sheet and uh, to sign. Number five, let the current deacon give it go uh, give an up and down vote on each. Just simply put them on the blackboard, have everybody bow their head, 
And uh, is there anybody who'd like to veto this name? And again, I remind you, we're not looking for perfection here because we're not going to have it. Uh, then number six, do not discuss the nominees. Mention that. Next, present the nominees to the congregation with a yes or no vote on a paper ballot. Then number eight, give the, the new deacons a one-term, two-term, or three-year term. One-year term, two-year term, three-year term, based on the number of votes that they got. Then number nine, rotate them off at the end of their term. After the first year, they're off for one year. After the second year, off for a year, one year. After the third year, off one year. This is going to save you an awful lot of heartache, an awful lot of heartache. I was raised in the American Baptist. The American Baptist, buddy, <laughs> we, our business meetings were knocked down drag outs. I remember when they called the police one time. <laughs> Ours was a Saturday night, and that's where the Saturday night uh, at the fights got started. But, uh, man, it break your heart. Um, and just uncalled for, just absolutely uncalled for. Things should be done decently and in order, and there's a way to do it. So there you go, pastor-deacon relationships. You say, what are the deacons supposed to do? Take care of the business that the pastor sets them over. That's what Acts chapter 6 says. That's exactly what they're supposed to do. Chapter 6, chapter 7. I mean, you, you need to understand, <laughs> I, I put it this way, take taters to widows. You just, things we've got to be, we, the pastor's got to be set aside for the, for the ministry, for prayer, for Bible study, for sermon preparation, soul winning, and leading that church. Uh, you, you're there to take some of it off of his, off of his hands so that you can put, put the roof on the widow's house, take care of the lawns, do all of that. And instead of having the whole church do service groups, which is the craziest thing I ever heard of in my life, everybody ought to go soul winning, but the deacons ought to provide the service and to be a blessing and so on. Well, hope that helped. And uh, talk about pastor deacon relationship. God bless you. Hey, tomorrow's soul winning. Opportunity to win souls tomorrow. So you get out and go soul winning, support the soul winning program. I hope you have a ministry, but let's win somebody to Christ tomorrow.